What is going on, squad? Welcome to the Change Lives, Make Money Online podcast, the number one show for online trainers who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact on the world, all without spending thousands of dollars on a website or even paid ads. My name is Brian Mark, and I've been an online fitness coach for four years. And in my four years of online coaching, I helped over 1,000 online fitness clients completely transform their lives. And in the last year, I decided to start stepping up and sharing my knowledge with personal trainers on how I quit my job and I took my business online. And in the last year, I've helped over 100 online trainers quit their jobs and take their businesses full-time online. Now let's get into today's show. What's going on, squad? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. And I'm joined by my boy, Corey Robach, the one, the only. So I'm excited for this podcast because Corey's actually one of my best friends. And I'm really excited to bring him on the show because he's one of my best friends, helps me with my business, and I've watched him grow into just like a dominant online trainer. So Corey, I'm not going to take anything away from you, brother. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you're all about? Yo, what is going on, everyone? So my name is Corey Robach, and I am one of Brian's best friends from when we were a child. Now, basically what I do here at uh, PT Dom, I actually am the level one coach where I can help others actually build their business and show them the ways of actually going online. Now, the funny thing is, though, I've actually only ever been online for, what, just over a year now? Yeah. And it's crazy because right when I started, it was actually insane. Um, I've been asking Brian now when he had AEN to help me get online because I was actually an in-person trainer. Yeah. And it was kind of crazy. He's like, dude, you have zero social media. This is not something that I, I don't know if you could do. And kind of went through a lot of shit. And honestly, I didn't think I'd be here a couple of years ago. So it's been a pretty sweet ride so far. Dude, I love it. So why don't you tell everyone? So a lot of like, obviously, I know you. A lot of the PT Domination trainers know you. But people that are newer into my podcast and new to this, you know, this whole situation might not know who you are. So what's your story? And how did you get involved in fitness? Oh man, that takes me back a long, long way. So when I first eventually got into fitness, like I was a football player for a long time. As you know, we played ball back in the day. And then I actually uh, went and got a uh, full ride scholarship to University of Calgary, yeah. where I was uh, studying kinesiology. So it kind of just everything kind of went right in towards each other, being an athlete, studying the health, fitness, and how the human body moves and moves in sport. You didn't build, just play college football though. You were like all-star <laughs> for one of the biggest teams in the country, weren't you? This guy's so humble, bro. Tell him. Yes. I was starting linebacker for a university Calgary right out of the gate. Yeah. And I played. I was a two-time all-star. And then I eventually ended up getting injured, actually, and lost my scholarship at UFC when I actually went out to Western Ontario, where I finished my kinesiology degree out there. Eventually got signed on into the stamps and was on the practice roster for a bit here. Kind of had to give that up here with concussions and things like that. So I was kind of lost for a while and then I kind of went down a dark path. But health and fitness has always kind of been my thing, whether it's I was helping people in the gym or yeah. just eventually I got into personal training because I was so lost after I finished playing football and lost in a certain lifestyle. Totally. Um, it was like, that was like your thing. And then once you got injured, you're like, what do I do now? Yeah, pretty much. And again, like, like a lot of athletes can attest to this because like we're born just growing up and thinking like this is our identity. This is who we are. And we put on these masks in society to essentially be the people that we believe others want us to see yeah and you probably always viewed yourself as a yeah yeah, yeah. and we put on this persona and it really like it's kind of crazy because eventually when i was a personal trainer and um i got out of that lifestyle and i was a personal trainer i was personal training in world health and good life yeah i was just spending ridiculous amounts of time just working and i probably worked like six days a week 12 hour days yeah and i maybe scratched 3k a few times and it was absurd because i was like well, where's my life going? Totally. Not so you anything. so you were doing football and then you got injured. You were like playing for the stamps, you got injured, you had to stop. And then when did you realize that like, okay, like you're not playing football anymore, but you actually want to be a personal trainer? Like where did that come from? 
Well, it was always like kind of just part of it, right? Because like eventually when I kind of lost that identity of being an athlete, I didn't know how quite to give it up and quite walk away. So yeah. going into the gym just seemed like a natural kind of thing. Yeah. Again, like I was personal training in the gym at UFC when I was doing my case degree there as well. So like, it's always something I just did. I just kind of kept rolling with it. Yeah. Just kind of viewed that as a, more as a paycheck, never something I could really like excel in, excel in, which is kind of where... I land in that dead end spot at the gym yeah. where essentially you're just working for your company. And realistically, like I was one of their highest level trainers and they're charging me at like 120, 130 an hour. Yeah. Maybe making 30 a session. That's crazy for me because I think that a lot of like personal trainers, the reason that you get into coaching in the first place is because you like you care about helping people. Oh yeah. And you think you can make decent money doing it. So a lot of personal trainers will like start working in the gym. And like for you, like I remember you were crushing it. Like you had like some of the highest sales in the company. And you were telling me like you were working like sixty hours a week. Like oh. when it was like four hours in the morning and then you were on the floor for four hours and there was four hours at night and you were making like $3,500 a month on a good month. Yeah, and again, because like, just the way the gyms are designed, right? Like you gotta be there for the entire time or else if you're not there, you're essentially it's a fishbowl effect. Same thing with Instagram and things like that. Yeah. But if you're not on the gym floor, you're gonna be out of people's sight and you can't talk to people, you can't build business, you get no clients, you're not gonna make money. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about the gym is you're so confined to your space. Yeah. So literally you'd be essentially trying to hunt for fishes in a, such a diluted pool because you already had so many trainers at the gym doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So even though I was, had to hustle and find these people and talk to people and reach out cold calls off lead sheets and everything you can do. Yeah. It was still a grind. And like my best month at uh, World Health, I think I pulled in like $45,000 in sales. Yeah. And I maybe made $3,500. Yeah. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Yo, so I was always an online fitness coach while this was happening. So me and Corey have known each other since we were 14. So those of you guys that have been following my podcast know the story about how I used to own this company called Aesthetic Nation. So when I first ran Aesthetic Nation, basically what I would do is like, if, if people already had Instagram followings and they were already active, I would hire them and I would train them how to be an online coach. So this whole time, Corey was like always asking me, he's like, bro, like, can you hire me at, for Aesthetic Nation? Like, I want to work for you. And I was like, dog, like you haven't posted on Instagram in like three years. Like, like you have to actually be on your Instagram before you can be an online coach. So when me and you were first working, or me and you first started working together for PT Dom, I remember I just started PT Dom and I knew that you were like just getting your Instagram growing. So I was like, yo, Corey's actually going to be like perfect first client because he's stuck in a gym. He wanted to take his business online and he had like zero social media experience. So I'm like, this is a perfect test for me. I'm like, if I can make Corey successful, who's not posting on Instagram, like I can crush it. So when me and you first started working together, I remember I told you I was going to Bali and I told you I was like flying across the world because I worked in Bali for like a month. And I was like, bro, you should just come with me. And, uh, <laughs> and you just, you did, you bought the flight, you came to Bali and I helped you build your business for three weeks. Yeah. What was that experience like for you? Like being in Bali and being able to make money from your laptop? Yeah, well, you did skip a step there because I actually had to quit the gym first. Oh yeah. So I straight up quit. Like I was like, yo, I'm done with this. And again, I had zero social media. I think I just started posting as well. I had zero clients because the gym owned all the clients. And yeah. I couldn't bring them with me or else because they just like the red tape lot. Like, yeah. again, you signed on. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, so I had nothing. 
Yeah. So literally, um, quit my job. I had absolutely nothing. I zero. I, I took that leap of faith, and I was like, you know what? This has to work. Yeah. This has to work because there's no other option to it. Yeah. So literally went off to Bali, started a business, started posting. He went to Bali with yeah. zero clients. Absolutely. FYI. Zero. He went to Bali with zero clients. <laughs> yeah. And it was crazy because learning as much as I did with first year, and again, like a lot of it was trial and error because you were still building yeah. PT Domin. You were still learning different things and yeah. trying different things. We didn't even have this course set up. Yeah. And that was the kind of the cool thing is I was able to go through this and still like being guided and mentored, but along with it, develop new ways to how we can grow this and try new things so like, yeah it, it took a little bit longer than I would like to yeah but looking back at it now if I would have had this system that we have it would have been absolutely insane yeah but just going through that whole process and that leap of faith and just learning all this stuff it was awesome because I was able to be in another country across the world yeah and I think it was in my first month I think I already made more than I did at the gym. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You're like, dude, I remember, I remember when you like sold a client for seven fifty, you're like, bro, like that was like that's like a good pay that's like one of my like decent paychecks. No, that was a weekly paycheck. Oh yeah. More tax. Yeah, weekly paycheck <laughs> at the gym. He's like, bro, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So once you make that money, I think for us it was like the full commitment. Like once you do that and you realize like, dude, I just made money, like I was on the other side of the world and I just made enough money to pay for my trip, you're like, why would I ever work anywhere else ever? No, that's exactly the thing. Like, that's the cool thing about entrepreneurship is you have this unlimited ceiling that you can reach. Yeah. But then you also have these times where you're going to have those shortcomings. And yeah. that's like the real cool thing that I like about being an entrepreneur. And like, as you know about me a little bit, my story is I've always been a hustler. Yeah. I've always known that failure is never an option. Yeah. And I'm always going to do everything I can possible. So even I've had those months where I'll ask Brian, like, dude, I'm screwing up. I'm messing yeah. up, whatever. You're like, dude. I'm like, do this, Shut do this, up. do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, relax and do this, do this, do this. Yeah. It's like, you just got to breathe. Who's yeah, that? seriously. Having that guidance, everything was just the craziest thing. But I'd say just being able to expand who you are as a person. Yeah. Kinda, now that you're out of that box at the gym and, or wherever it is that a lot of these trainers are, yeah. they don't think that this is going to be for them because they're starting off so far behind. They have no so like big following or whatever. It's like, it doesn't matter because within a year. Yeah, you had amazing 300 followers last year. <laughs> 300 followers last year at this time. I think now you've got like 10.7 thousand or something like that. Yeah, it's like, it goes between 10.6, 10.7 yeah. right now with like a full-time online business where like literally like I'm working half the time making double if not triple my ass. Yeah. No, no, I think for the past three months now, I've over tripled what I was making. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. Okay, so I have a question that's actually I didn't think about, but I, I want to ask you. What's the number one thing that you've learned in the last year of online business that hasn't been about business? Maybe it's been about yourself or personal development, but like what's like one like lesson that you've learned by running a business that's not necessarily about business? Man, that's a great question. I'd say the biggest thing that you can always do in, in no matter where you are in any retrospect of your life at all is just not be stagnant. Mm. Just not sit within that comfort area where if you, even if you are doing good, like don't get me wrong, like I even get to these points now. But it's when you're doing good and you feel that point of comfort where you're like, yo, I can sit here and chill. Yeah. That's when you need to push fucking harder because yeah. as soon as you become stagnant, what do we know about online and just life in general? Yeah. It's fluid. It's always moving. Yeah. If you remain stagnant, you're going to be left behind. Yeah. And that could go from anywhere with like spending your knowledge as a trainer on how to write programs, meal plans, how to connect with people, just yeah. learning the social skills, learning exactly having a closer in tune touch with yourself, like just learning all these different things that you would never even know. Cause like, I was so closed off when I first started where I had so much 
delusion and who exactly that as I was. I wasn't clear on who exactly that I was. And yeah. basically having more of a connection into myself and learning those things about myself allowed me to reach out to a lot more and actually speak to more people's problems and issues. But it's not just me learning, but also me opening up and sharing. Because as you know about me before, I yeah. never shared anything. I was yeah. one of the most private people. Yeah. Because I just never believed in others that would want to hear my message or whatever it is. But then as soon as I started actually saying it, my story, yeah. where I came from, what my message is, what I do for a living, what I actually do for people. Yeah. I started getting this huge response back and it was yeah. so uplifting because I've never had that support before. Yeah. And that's just what's really driven me more and more to always keep pursuing something bigger and better and always moving forward. So I'd say be consistent in what you're doing, but also don't be stagnant in what you're doing either. Boom. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So now about the business. So it's obviously it's been a year now. You're crushing it. Everything's good. You got like 20 to 30 clients at all times. Plus you're helping with PT Dom. So what do you think is like the number one business lesson that you've learned so far? Your organization. Straight up, you need to have organization. You need to have like a clarity of where exactly it is that you're going yeah. and a clear view of what you're doing from day to day, but not just from day to day, from hour to hour. Yeah. Because like there's so many different things that come with running your own business yeah. is that it's not just banging on meal plans and programs. Mm -hmm. It's so much more than that. And that's definitely one thing yeah. that I struggle with at the first bit. And yeah. You know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a workflow. I didn't have a schedule. I didn't have a lot of things. And then as soon as I was able to get a clear view of where exactly it is, I need to delegate my time to optimize exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Not only did it cut down on the amount of time I was actually working, it improved the quality of the service I give. Yeah. It improved the quality of my life. And now I can go do a lot more things and make more. But now it's just having like a clear set of systems and views and knowing exactly what it is I need to do from day to day, grow a business, manage it, keep my clients happy Boom. and live the life I want. Boom. Boom. All right, brother. So the last question I wanted to ask you is there's a lot of newer online fitness coaches that might have 300 followers on Instagram right now, or maybe they've got a couple clients and they've never really like gotten off the ground, or maybe they struggle with attracting clients or whatever. What would you say is the number one piece of advice that you would give to new online fitness coaches that were just getting started like you were last year? Like I said, grow your knowledge. You got, you got to know exactly what it is that you're doing because if you don't, like it's just like any other like client that comes into the gym, guys. If they have a goal and they just don't know how to get there, what are the chances they're going to get there? So they need to look at what exactly it is that they're doing, where they can improve things. And you don't know those things you don't know. So looking for that outside help, those experienced individuals that can actually help you do that. One, it's going to save you so much time and frustration trying this whole trial and error method. Like we've heard so many of our clients say, yeah, it's the same thing for us. Yeah. So if you don't know, or you're not sure what's going on in your business, you don't know why it's not working, or you don't know what's going on. Don't be scared to ask for help. It's mm -hmm. not a sign of weakness to show that you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's a sign of you knowing that you need help. So that's a self-awareness that you know you need those things. Yeah. So always look for help. Ask other people. Cool. Look for knowledge in other areas. But always try new things because if you keep doing the same thing yeah. and expecting a different result, we all know what that's the definition of. Yeah, insanity. Exactly. So don't do the same thing you're doing if it's failing you. Figure out what's missing, what's broken, yeah. and fix it. Boom. Dude, that was fire. So I've watched Corey go from, you know, in-person trainer, working 60 hours a week, making three grand a month to working a lot less, making a lot more. And Corey's just been crushing it. So I'm very, very lucky and blessed to have him as not only my best friend, but also one of my business partners at PT Dom and just like a genuine, solid overall dude in life. So dude, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate you. No, man. Thanks for having me here. Like I said, dude, like if you would ask me, I would be here. Like if you 
came to me two years ago and asked me if I'd be on laugh right in your face. Yeah. I did not think that this would be a reality, but definitely with you opening up this opportunity and actually helping me along the way, like this has shown me a life that I never thought I could live. Yeah. And I definitely would be still be stuck in the gym. Hey, my fucking life. Yeah. So dude, <laughs> dude, thank you so much, man. So thanks so much for tuning in, guys. This is the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. I'm your host, B Mark Fit, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Hey, if you're brand new here, thank you again for spending your valuable time with me. I really appreciate it. I truly do respect your time and I hope this was valuable for you. Be sure to join me on the next episode and thanks again so much for spending your time with me. I look forward to catching you on the next episode of Change Lives, Make Money, the online trainer podcast.